Hey everyone, I'm Catherine Biroy, your personal growth and business coach, and I have just one mission, to help you do what you love and make your dream business flourish. I'm very honored to have with me today, Nick Williams. Nick coaches some of the people who are best in the world at what they do. Olympic athletes, winning TV and film producers, creators of successful brands, and world-leading entrepreneurs. He helps them blossom into their own peak performance through being inspired and enjoying what they do. He identifies the key universal factors that apply to all of us, allowing us to be our best selves and do our best work and be inspired while doing it. He had a successful corporate career in sales and marketing. In 1989, he resigned to follow his own calling. He has gone on the start to, uh, to build his businesses and became the best-selling author of 18 books so far, a keynote speaker, and has over 20 years experience as a coach, advisor, friend, mentor, spiritual advisor, and encourager to leaders and emerging leaders. He has been invited to give talks in 17 countries around the world for public and entrepreneurial audiences, and also for dozens of companies, including PT, Johnson's & Johnson, the Institute of Leadership and Management, IKEA, BBC, Yahoo, MasterCard, Deloitte, McKinsey, the Global Leaders Award, the Market Research Institute, etc. He has also participated in around 2,000 media features and interviews. I'm very honored to have you here, Nick. How are you today? Oh, my pleasure. Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm very good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you are crashing it. <laughs> well, I've, I probably got started earlier than a lot of people watching this, you know. I'm a bit <laughs> older, so I've packed a lot in. <laughs> this, is truly, this is truly amazing. So, Nick, what is your definition of leadership? I think I grew up with the idea that leadership was about having a position. <clears throat> and I think when I heard the idea about 25 years ago that leadership isn't a position, it's a choice, something opened up in me. It's like, oh, you don't need a position in order to lead. And the whole idea of leadership being a choice and a calling. So I've come up with my own definition in answer to your question. My own definition of leadership is any act of love, any act of inspiration, any act of creativity, forgiveness is an act of leadership. So in a way, I'm kind of defining leadership as more kind of spiritual in a way, that anything we do that uplifts the world is an act of leadership. And therefore, all of us can lead in any moment. And to me, that really busts a lot of the myths that many of us have, which is we have to have a position to offer leadership to the world. I truly love this. I, I, I com it completely resonates with my heart and mind. So yeah. um, what do you mean by leadership being as a calling as well as a position? Uh, I think a lot of people, in, especially in organizations, they're almost given like a job description. It's like in this organization, this is how you lead. And it's almost like a tick box. It's like this is how you lead in this situation. This is how you behave here. And yet I think that actually the greatest leadership usually comes from our heart. You know, it's an act of wanting to help. It's an act of wanting to uplift. It's an act of wanting to encourage and bring the best out of people. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I, one of the things I've noticed more, and it's, it's been what's motivated me and inspired me, but I see it in more and more people is, you know, if you've solved a problem in your own life or if you've done, undergone some kind of transformation, it's not inevitable, but it's highly likely that you then feel a calling to say, I want to help the people that are still suffering. Yeah. Or, you know, we're all still suffering, but, you know, who are still suffering more than I am. So that's what I mean by leadership as a calling. It's like when we've 
healed something in ourselves when we've made our own life better mm -hmm. many of us as a natural desire to kind of put our hand out and say can i help you can i help uplift you can i help you get to a better place and to me that's what i mean in leadership as a calling it's something that our heart calls us to rather than a job description that somebody gives us I absolutely love this. I'm trying to do that. <laughs> maybe it's one day, I, maybe you one day I will yet. be like you. <laughs> so well, maybe when you're my age, you will. Be. <laughs> yeah. So what do you see as the key distractions between having a position and offering inspired leadership? Um, well, as I say, I think position, uh, having a position of leadership is often about doing what's expected of you. Mm -hmm. Whereas for me, having a, a calling to lead or a ch making the choice to lead is mm -hmm. is about following a sense of inspiration mm -hmm. you know like i i don't have a manual that says this is how i run my business and this is how i should show up in the world mm -hmm. i generally you know i have a practice whereby i go writing pretty much every morning and in that often arises mm -hmm. what i'm inspired to do next or I can just take a, a, start, a, you know, a breath and say, what am I inspired to do next? How can I put some love into the world next? How can I offer something to the world next? Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by um, uh, you know, leadership as a calling. It's, it's what we choose to do, not what we're supposed to do. Um, and, yeah, it's, and, and we're all free to do it. That, that's the important thing is, you know, somebody said to me recently, it sounds like you want to democratize leadership. And, and yes, you know, I'm not on a mission to it, but I just want to inspire people to realize that somebody doesn't have to give them a position before they can start making a difference in the world. Yes, I couldn't agree more, really. So uh, what does it mean to be at the top of your game? I think we often think that's about achievement. You know, it's mm -hmm. like about earning lots of money or winning prizes or you know I, I coached somebody who was an Olympian and he got a you know bronze medal in the Olympics and you know obviously he was at the top of his game but I think the achievement is a byproduct of us bringing our natural talent out you know I, I've always liked the idea you know what's always fascinated me is the sunflower you know I like the sunflower seed that then sprouts and it becomes a plant and then it becomes a flower and then the flower gives seeds and the whole cycle continues so there's something for me about the whole idea of blossoming that innate in everybody is the destiny of what we can become uh, I like the expression we are already what we need to be so there is so much potential in I believe in every human being that being at the top of our game is letting out that potential at any point in our life mm -hmm. and blossoming, you know, being the best we are. Um, and the key for me is that we love it. You know, I've met, I, I coach a lot of people who are actually at the top of their game and they're miserable. They're not happy. So I always add the bit, you know, be at the top of your game and love it. Um, because sadly, you know, a lot of people who are very good at what they do are not happy. Yeah, and it's quite shocked me over the years to see how many successful people aren't always very happy. So for me, being at the top of our game is, is the fullest expression of our kind of talents and potential and gifts at any point in our life. But knowing there's always going to be more to blossom. Um, so I often work with people who have hit some kind of plateau or some kind of wall and are often actually unhappy or frustrated. And being, you know, I help them kind of get their mojo back and blossom into the next chapter of their kind of leadership. And I like the word adventure, you know, their leadership adventure. Um, but they, they don't always know what's coming next, but they're, they're willing to just put themselves out there.
I love how you, if I may say, twist everything. And I'm very happy that especially people on LinkedIn will hear this because that is a core of, you know, business people and yeah. uh, who perceived being successful and being a leader maybe in a different way. Like we are teached, like we live in the same system, but you're yeah. challenging the rules here. And that's, that's exactly what I love. And uh, I believe that your approach will benefit not just in in business but in fulfillment in all life fields and that's, sure. that's thank you you know so yes you know i think i am i'm not setting out to break rules i'm setting out to create new principles i think that's yeah. that's how i would see it and can i give you a quick story um yeah, yeah, you know, sure. somebody who's been a great influence to me and you know most people watching this will probably recognize it but um 12 years ago i coached a woman who was a tv producer and um, she wasn't having a good time at the time, but there was an idea. But to cut a long story short, she's ended up being, from the beginning, the executive producer of Downton Abbey, mm -hmm. um, you know, which is most people throughout the world know. And it's been the most successful costume drama ever. And, and we're friends and we hang out and I've created a program with her. But she has taught me so much about leadership. And her idea of leadership is, she, you know, she looked me in the eye and said, if leadership is not about drawing the best out of people, what on earth is it about? You know, and, and I think we kind of think that more in the creative industries. You know, when it's more about people's performance in front of a camera or in front of a microphone, we tend to think of, oh, you know, we've got to bring the best out of them. But when it comes to running a business, we think, oh, you know, that's not what leadership's about. But I think every leader, their, their most important job should be to inspire and to draw the best out of the people around them, including themselves. Uh, so Liz, my friend who's the TV producer, taught me an awful lot about leadership. And I would see it as much more a kind of feminine type of leadership, you know, that, that it is about nurturing, it's about encouraging, it's about drawing the best out of people, not about cracking a whip and saying, unless you do this, you're in trouble, you know. Yeah, I absolutely love that, absolutely. So uh, what is the difference between showing up and showing off? It's a brilliant question. And, and to me, it's been a pivotal question. And often, you know, I've been giving talks for 30 years now. And even now people come up to me and say, you know, when you talked about the difference between showing off and showing up, my whole life opened up. So I'll, I'll explain, you know, I, I came from a kind of Methodist background, a Christian background, you know, my dad was a lay preacher. So when I was a kid, I, I, I either heard or, or believed my job was to keep myself small not to be seen, to be humble, uh, don't be too proud of myself, you know, humility, all those kind of things. I think a lot of people can relate to that, even if they didn't have a Christian upbringing. So there was always an impulse in me to want to share things. But what I told myself was I just wanted to show off because that's what I was told as a child. And um, I'm a student of something called A Course in Miracles. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's a, it's a, a kind of spiritual book. It's a book of spiritual, um, it's a really, but in essence, the book is about how to undo fear and how to return to love. And in A Course in Miracles, it talks about the difference between grandeur and grandiosity. And what it says is grandiosity is of our ego. You know, our ego is always wanting to either inflate ourselves, but paradoxically, actually deflating ourselves is actually an act of, of grandiosity. Because what it says is we were all created in grandeur. You know, whatever you might believe spiritually, but we were created as amazing beings. 
and our job is to show up in the amazingness with which we were created. So to me, that's showing up. You know, I think of how many people have showed up in my life in the last three decades, and I wouldn't be talking to you now if people hadn't showed up in the world and shown up in my life to inspire me. And I'm so grateful that they did that. So I kind of thought, well, I want to return the favor. If by me showing up, I can inspire other people and, and cause their lives to expand and be better, I'll do that. But I think what happens is a lot of people think that when they want to show up, they're actually showing off. So they keep themselves small. Mm -hmm. So, And I also think a lot of people are terrified of being called a show off. Uh, oh, you just want to draw attention to yourself. You're just selfish. So again, they keep themselves small. So I tried to turn that around and go, well, it's actually selfish to play small. You know, you've been given, everybody watching this, I think, has been given gifts, you know, by God or the universe, whatever you believe. But we have gifts. And if we don't share the treasures that we've been given, in a way, we're actually being quite selfish. So when we hold our treasures, even because we're afraid to share them, everybody loses. You know, we lose because we suppress ourselves and the world loses because the world doesn't get the benefit of what we bring, if you like. So I hope that answers your question. Absolutely, because I was one of those people and I was like, yeah. but if I step out, I mean, English is not my native language and what oh. will people think? Yeah, but I took a carriage and in 2015 made my first video Brilliant. and I was afraid, like, you know, like a little yeah. bird. Oh. And um, yeah. then Brian McGill, I don't know if you are familiar with his work, he showed yeah. up. He is the owner of McGill Media, and uh, he said in a comment, you finally stepped out. So uh, it's like the fear disappeared, and I continue mm. to show up at the best way I can. Brilliant. Yeah, look what you've created by showing up. You know, we, we create amazing things. And, and, and what still humbles me in, in the most positive way is when, you know, people thank me for what I've shared. You know, to me, it's like, wow, you know, what an honor that yeah. when we share things, it has an impact on each other, you know, and, and my vision, I think my, my inspiration is, well, what if everybody in the world was sharing all the gifts that they had? Exactly. Wouldn't the world be different? Wouldn't every business be different? Wouldn't every country be different? So, you know, in a way, that's my bigger why. That's why I do the things I do. If, if one person shows up more in the world through my work, that's a success. Awesome. I love it. Um, what does showing up at the top of your game matter? What does it mean? Well, I think, I think there's two things to it. One is I've seen so many people suffer because they hold themselves back. Mm -hmm. They play small, mm -hmm. they hide. Um, I, so A, I think we do ourselves great suffering. You know, we cause ourselves great suffering when we try and shrink ourselves down and, and be smaller than we truly are. Mm -hmm. And secondly, again, I think you know, we, we act as a source of inspiration to each other. You know, I've, I've heard so many people, you know, say, oh, I saw somebody do something and it inspired me to want to do it. And I know people have done that for me. I know I've done that for other people. So again, I, I love this idea that if everybody showed up at the top of their game and was inspired, whoa, what a, what a ripple effect that would have in the world. Um, you know, the, the impact that any single one of us can have in the world is phenomenal. And what if all of us were consciously trying to inspire and influence each other? What an amazing world it would be. It is an amazing world. I'm not saying it's not, but it would an even more amazing world it would be. I couldn't agree more. It's brilliant. Um, so what is the cost? You mentioned a little bit, but what is the true cost of keeping ourselves small? 
um, our own suffering. You know, I, I know when I've kept myself small, I'm not nice to be around. I'm often grumpy and irritable and frustrated. Funnily enough, I was just talking to a client yesterday and, you know, he's, he's, he knows he's been playing smaller than he really is. And, you know, he said, you know, at times, you know, his wife has a go at him. So, look, you know, you, you, you're not happy. You know, you've got to play bigger. You know, not that she's telling him he's got to in a way, but it's like she can see how he's holding himself back. So it's very hard, I think, when we're holding ourselves back to to not have that leak out to the people around us. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they're a very, you know, I, I'm a great encourager of, you know, we want more role models of really people that are fully alive, mm -hmm. who are in the flow of their own kind of spirituality, the flow of their own gifts and talents. Mm -hmm. um, and when we don't do that, again, we rob each other, we rob ourselves. Mm -hmm. The world's miserable, you know. Um, but I think, you know, like you said, you know, we all have resistance to doing it. Um, we all have our own fears. I've had plenty of fears. I still have fears, but I'm I'm more committed than ever to overcoming my fears, and I don't let them hold me back like I used to. Whereas a lot of people watching this may be going, you know, I know I've got something to contribute, but I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not always going to be easy. You know, sometimes it's going to be scary, and sometimes it's going to be vulnerable. But it's worth the risk. Yeah, it's you know, the, big, the biggest risk of all is to play small. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so we will step now to the second part of our interview, and that's uh, my expert fun with Catherine. So we will okay. uh, have a few quick questions and uh, have some fun for our audience. Let me just prepare this. I will ask you three very specific quick questions, and you have like 10 seconds or just to answer me in one sentence. Just to spice it up a little bit. Okay. Uh, are you ready? Yep. Okay, so the first one is, how do we draw the best out of ourselves? Through self-love. Self-love, self-encouragement, self-support, and banish our inner critic. Awesome, even, even faster than the time. <laughs> okay. So how do we draw the best out of others? Uh, see the good in them that they often can't see for themselves and point it out to them, uh, encourage it, and celebrate it when they do bring it out. I love it. What small and easy steps we can take right now? Um, I think listen to your heart, listen to your inspiration, and hear what it's nudging you to do. And find the tiniest but bravest act of showing up that you can do next. Even if it's a tiny step, take one step and that builds on top of another. Brilliant, I love it. So tell us, Nick, how people can reach out, where, where they can find you, and what we can expect from your magic in this year. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, well, uh, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, so under I am Nick Williams. Um, so I'm doing daily videos myself on LinkedIn now and sharing a lot of ideas around what we've talked about here. Uh, I have my own website, Nick at I am. Uh, well, I am nickwilliams.com is my website. I am nickwilliams.com. And then I love to hear from people. So please email me at nick at I am nickwilliams.com. Uh, and if any of this has resonated with you, you know, I, I'm a, I just love having conversations like, you know, like we're having now. So if any of this has resonated with you and you'd like to just have a, you know, a, a no, a no strings attached conversation, just an exploratory conversation, drop me a line and we'll arrange to have a conversation. Um, and yeah, so I'm writing probably two or three more books this year and <laughs> two um, or three more books. <laughs> yeah. so it's easy like, for me now. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for being my guest. A pleasure. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Awesome. Bye.